Welcome to Outside the 9 to 5. I don't know what that just was, but this is Kevin Hartnett. And I'm Colton Richards. And you're listening to the Outside the 9 to 5 podcast. A show where we discuss the challenges we face on a day-to-day basis with our careers, relationships, and fitness and nutrition. We'd like to keep it light as we discuss some of the life battles we, and I'm sure some of you, deal with on a daily basis. So sit down, strap in, and enjoy the ride. I just clicked the record button, so let's get into this thing. Da-na-na, da-na-na. Welcome back. <laughs> Every time, you know, when I'm editing the episodes and putting in the intro, every time the intro excites me. Really? Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoy the intro. I think you did a fantastic job creating it, and it hits on legitimately everything we talk about pretty much. I think it sums up the podcast well. Yeah, I agree. Can't disagree. You know what we could use, and I've been what? thinking about an outro. An outro, really? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. And what would it, what would it be? I again. It could just be great Reese, question. Reese crying in the background. Great question. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it would be. What what song have we been jamming to recently? I don't know. I would love. We listen to completely different music. Dude. You're right. I don't think it's a really like what song have we been jamming to. It's like what song have you been jamming to? I'm all over I the board. I think that feel. What's that song? That feel good song. I'm all over the board. I'm looking at my recent listen, like recent likes. I got Mike Stud, aka Mike now, on there. I got One Hell of an Amen by Brantley Gilbert. Praise by Chami. Uh, dude, I'm all over St. John, Monica Lewinsky. I don't know. I got, I'm all over the board. Monica Lewinsky. Yeah, it's a, it's a good song. I mean. Oh, it's a good song. I don't know if it, it would. You want to hear what my most recent search on Spotify are? Yeah. Uh, window Shopping featuring Little Baby. That's definitely you. That's a me search. 100%. Uh, genre of Running. And then five Mexican cooking music playlists. Cause Mexican. Was making, I was making Alex tacos on Friday night. So I threw in a little. Were they Espanol? A little cucaracha music. Cucaracha. Maybe a little flamenco guitar. You ever heard of that? Dude, you're saying words that don't even register with me right now. It's like a. Yeah, I don't know what you call it. I'm just I'm just saying things that. You sound Latin culture. You sound very articulate about the music world right now. Do I? Yeah. That's because I'm. I just ordered a guitar. Did you really? Well, Alex bought it for my birthday. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, so. Acoustic or? Acoustic guitar. So that's what I will be learning in May. The skill of acoustic guitar. I've been doing meditating and journaling. So hard for me to remember to do that. But super beneficial. How long do you think you have to do meditating slash journaling? I mean, they're very different in my opinion. I feel but... like you got you to gotta do it for like 100 days uh. to start to see some benefits. But I, I do feel initially better right after I do it. Like if I'm talking about like pre-doing a meditative session through Headspace or uh, today's sponsor, Headspace. Uh, raking or, in the money, uh, dude. Yeah, just raking it in. Just swimming in it right now. <laughs> and after I de- if I compare before to after, I definitely feel a little better. Mm. What? What? 
I mean, tangibilize that feeling. Like, can you give me an example of one time where you felt all over the place and then meditated and like how? Oh yeah, pretty made... much every morning I'm like mm-hmm. just gearing up to just fire away. Okay. And when I get in the office, it's really hard for me to just sit down and take a moment and do that. So what I do, I've been going to the office and first thing I do is do ten minutes of medita- med- meditation. Jesus, can't speak today. And it's so hard to do because my every ounce of my body and my brain wants to just start hammering all the tasks that I'm thinking about. Like I, I can think of like ten tasks in my mind that mm-hmm. I already want to tackle. And I have to sit down and meditate for ten minutes so fucking hard. And it just gives me the after it's hard to describe, but I feel like rushed and hurried before. And after I kind of feel a little bit more organized. Mm. And I guess my understanding, I've tried to meditate before, but my understanding of it is it kind of disconnects you from your thoughts a little bit. Yeah, so the it's a, it's an interesting visualization act, uh, practice that they're, they're doing. So initially what it'll start, it, it always starts with your breath and then you'll start, it asks you to do like a like full body scan. So you think about like feeling how you feel from mm-hmm. head to toe and then you're supposed to picture it's super odd, but your body filling up with like liquid sunlight mm. And it's slowly filling up, like filling up, and that's takes like the whole that that takes the whole time. It's very odd, but during the whole ten minutes, my mind constantly is like ping ponging out of it, mm. and I'm reining myself back in. And I wonder how much of that process of filling your body with sunlight, as you you mentioned, is actually the act of doing that or getting your mind somewhere else. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel like it's it's similar to most of the things we do when we're not experiencing stress. For mm. example, like running or uh, you know, CrossFit. You're completely f- focused on these other things. Now it's very hard to do that when you're not physically doing something. Mm. You're just sitting there. Yeah, which is why your mind tends to like ping pong around. But like anything, if you're just focusing on the one singular task, which in this case is visualizing this weird, odd, <laughs> your, your body filling up with liquid sunlight, it, it doesn't allow your mind to like stress out or, or it gives it at least a momentary pause or break from thinking about 20 things at once. Yeah. And for me, I think it did develop... Again, I haven't done it consistently, and I'd be interested to see how long you go with it. Not, not that I'm doubting your abilities to. The thing for me, and I maybe it, it's interesting, but the thing for me, I, I never really saw any tangible benefits when I would do the practice consistently. So it made me, it made it very hard for me to hang on to that said thing long term. How long do you do it consistently? I'm pro- I've done it multiple times throughout the last three or four years of my life, like consistently for a month. You know, like I'm not yeah, saying it's hard. a long term by any stretch of the imagination. But again, when I'm so attached to this workout regimen to see the results physically in whatever we do or sales, you make the number of calls, you get the X amount of business in. That's easy to tangibilize what you're doing to get you to the next level. For me, when it comes to like meditation, 
I don't know. I haven't seen tangible results given I haven't done it done it long enough. But I, I mean, there's tons of studies on it. I'm sure, and I'm there's tons of people that preach it. So yeah, I can't speak to this scientifically, but I would imagine it's easier to change your physical appearance than your mental. Hundred percent. So. If you're meditating to change or feel something different mentally, it's probably going to take a little bit more time than physically. The, so I would I would go into the the that type of habit, maybe expecting to not see a benefit for you know extended extended period of time. Plus, when you make changes physically, like you can look in the mirror. Yep. Mentally, it's a lot. You have to think about it. Right? I you gotta it. stop and think. I get it. And, uh, you know, when I was pretty consistent in that practice, the one person I read a lot about was Dr. Joe Dispenza. I mean, that's a lot of yeah. what he does. It is based around meditation, visualization, excuse me, a lot of that stuff. But, again, you know, maybe I failed because I didn't get through the book. I haven't been consistent with it. So, I mean, good for you, bro. I don't know if it has it's, – it's for everyone like anything else. So Yeah. And at the end of this, I might not. I mean, might we're holding you accountable now that continue. you mentioned it on the podcast, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else is rattling in the brain of yours up there? Do you still have those questions from last week? We went super off tangent and discussed Bitcoin and a bunch of other stuff. Do you have those questions anywhere that you wrote down? No, I don't have them on hand right now. Uh, but why don't you just describe? Because I feel like you had a bit of a mental challenge last week. So why don't you just describe what happened as best you can. Hmm. And maybe we can go from there. Or or we can go go in a different direction. It's up to you. Uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'll try and unpack it. Uh, so for me, hmm, I'm trying to think back to it. Because it does feel distant to me now. But it, again. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, yeah. So, I think for me, I maybe had a tough training session a couple weeks ago with the Ironman. Like, it just didn't go. The result wasn't what I wanted in terms of, like, performance. And then, saw some shit on social media. We can unpack that because it does have to do with the comparison thing yeah. that we talked about this morning. And then, got some bad news at work in terms of losing some money. And they just kind of compounded, man. It was like one after another. And I was doing a lot of thought. I guess you could call it reflection. Because I, I was just battling with the idea. I don't know I don't know what idea I was battling with. I, I Maybe I just wasn't necessarily ready for a tough time at the moment. I don't know. It, it was tough though, bro. And, and the thing I just came back to every day is like, those times are going to come, bro. Those times are going to come. And I think when, when I'm talking about reflecting on it now, it makes me realize that those tough times just inevitably come. Like, f- for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, and usually they, comes with, and <laughs> they come in more than one, right? Oh, the, I think I mentioned that on the last episode. I think I said it wasn't just one defined thing. It was like, all right, one thing, another thing, another thing. And... I told you this too. I don't really get down on a day to day. I mean, sure. I have my down days, but I'm never like, Oh, I just feel like dog shit today. And it's a singular day more times than not. It feels like 
it's a span for me now. It, at least this is how I'm personally feeling through the last six months. It's like a week where, or three days where I, I'm just not vibing the way I usually do. Yeah, definitely. I, I can relate to that. I feel like it's almost, you have those days where you wake up, you get hit by a wave, like you're just walking, imagine yourself just walking in the ocean and you're just trying to get into the water and you just get hit by a wave. And yeah. then you, you get up, you're like, all right, uh, let's give it a go again. And then you get hit by another wave. And then by the third or fourth wave, you're like, all right, what the fuck mm. is going on here? And I think one of the things we talked about, actually, again, on one of those morning conversations that we always have, I said, I said, me, I think I realized that a lot of times, maybe people our age, and again, we use generalizations because I think it's the easiest way to talk about this stuff, but... I think maybe a lot of people our age don't feel those long days of being down, maybe because they're not pressing as hard as we are. Does that make sense? Like, I envision what success in my day-to-day life looks like so much in different avenues that when that doesn't come, I, I, you know, I might have a hard valley because I'm pushing so hard. Whereas we talked about tangibly people who maybe don't have those high ambitions, high goals in various areas those valleys aren't going to be as as deep, you know? Yeah, now that you're saying this out loud, you can just relate it back to, like, the amount of risk you take. What do you within... mean by risk? So, obviously, I'm going to use a financial example. Do it. I'll, but... try, and, I'll try and layman's terms it yeah, for people maybe. over here. So, within a simplified client portfolio. Oh, boy, dude. A client portfolio. Hear me out. Usually, we can simplify it down into two different asset classes that most people understand, right? There's stocks, which would be purchasing a share of a company, like Apple, like Facebook on the stock exchange. Or there's bonds, Mm. which would be considered fixed income, where the individual person is actually technically loaning money to either a government or a corporation, and you get interest back. Mm. Bonds are less risky than, than stocks. So most people, if you look at their their life, they're not taking enough risk to see, like, for example, they're not putting A larger enough, reward. Yeah, they're not putting enough hmm? eggs in the stock basket to see the kind of, yeah, there's, there's more risk with that. So you're going to see higher highs and lower lows okay but for most people i feel like they're kind of towing the line between the two and aren't really committed towards one or the other and let's just go and most people in most people live in comfort and crave safety right so that's uh, that's everybody though Mm. everybody feels that and it's whether you succumb to it or you fight it you know, that's the difference between the two. And maybe that example absolutely just fell on its fucking face. No, I was – I was. When, hopefully some people – I tried to interject, one. but you didn't you, – I didn't let you. You didn't let me. Perfect. I was going to put some numbers behind it real quick. Yeah. So last year, just for people out there, right, the stock market dipped – the stock market, right, using one thing, the S&P 500 dropped 30% over a span of like 25 days. That same thing would not happen within a fixed income vehicle like you just mentioned. Right. I mean, 
vast generalization. That that's but all. But yes, yes. It, it, typically and generally, the experience would be different if you were in um, a bond portfolio. And then, the, then the S and P went up to like sixteen percent throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, right. Just throwing some numbers out there to try and help some folks. Oh yeah. Yeah, but love to see I think one thing you mentioned to me, and this is actually going back. I know we're jumping all over the place. I'm just trying to unpack this. But jumping back to how I was feeling, I kind of, and this is interesting. I've been using this term a lot, surrendered to that fact. And it's an interesting nuance when I say surrendered to feeling like I'm in a tough spot mentally. Yeah. Because I think surrender means like lay down to a lot of people. Or, like, stop fighting. But that's not at all what I did. I just told myself, all right, fair. Like, fair is fair. I'm going to have a couple shit days. I'll bounce back. Let me keep doing the things that are gonna that I know have time and time again got me to the next level and got me where I wanted to go. These next couple days are going to be tough. So I try to not give it power over me because I think the term fight, like, you're almost pushing back against that and it creates this cycle that you're almost giving more energy to some of that shit. Yeah, you can't fight it, right? Right. So you have to make peace with it. It's it's all above, like, it feels above the shoulders, but that's, in reality, what I was thinking. Right, because you you can't, like, these are things that are a little bit out of your control, for the most part. So shit's just going to happen sometimes. And, you know, you just got to be, you have to come to peace with the fact that that's the reality of life. And maybe, you know, again. Because you could do everything right. Just like for the Iron Man, we didn't do anything fucking wrong, but our race still got canceled. Good point. And I might have had these circumstances in the past, bro, and it not affect me in the same capacity it did this past week. But for whatever reason, I felt that. And, yeah, I came out of it um, for sure. I, I came out of it. It was just it, it was a tough couple of days. But uh, the two things I took out of it now that we're kind of talking about it is, one, Try and just acknowledge that, yeah, these days are going to be kind of tough. Surrender to it. Don't just lay down your, you know, figurative sword in the situation. But realize that, you know, these days are going to come. And then the third thing, I guess, if I'm just going off that is when you're pushing really hard at a lot of stuff, you're going to have some lows. Yeah, expect some things to go wrong. But uh, what I want to talk about is is specifically the surrender mm. piece you're talking about. Uh, how did you come to terms with that? Uh, shout out, I feel, I shout feel out like, Jordan Peterson, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'm reading 12, uh, 12 Principles of Life or something like that. I don't know the name of the I title. I think it's 10 Rules for Life. That's the new one he came out with. He oh, condensed really? it. 12 was a lot for people. Yeah. Okay. So it's 12 Rules for Life or 12 Principles of something extra, or other. Two extra. Yeah, he takes a very like psychologist worldview, studied view, and you know, largely you know that portion of the book stood out to me given the time I was reading it. So again, I haven't read the entire book; it's a lengthy read, three hundred plus pages. If it's more than a hundred and doesn't have pictures, I'm I'm in for a long ride given my <laughs> reading capabilities. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I wouldn't. Uh yourself down that much but yeah i I would say we're probably in a similar boat there but going back to what you were saying about uh surrender surrendering because in that moment like in those moments you're emotional so one how did how long did it really take you to come to come to terms with that and and two 
because it, but before I get into it, because it's super emotional, mm. right? Your visceral reaction to certain things is, is to be emotional, which leads you to be irrational. Mm. And two, it, sound, it seemed like the client leaving was the straw that broke the camel's back. So I just wanted to see what, like, if you could brought, provide your... Mm. Uh, provide my it, what? A glimpse into like what your emotions were and what you felt in that moment, and your initial reaction there, maybe without any possible death threats. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say lines. every time I talk about it, I'm like, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna <laughs> do something outrageous. Yeah, now. So the emotional thing I'll tackle first. Uh, mm, I took me a while, man. Like four, when I say a while, four days, and I the way I've been reflecting as of late is I just leave voice recordings to myself. Like basically talk to myself, talk myself off a ledge. Well, that's, that's in a way journaling. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. I, I, I feel like some days I'm more of a talker. Some days I, I actually haven't been writing a lot, but besides the point, it's a lot easier to just talk to myself. Right. And when I walk, it's so therapeutic it's to walk. That's a great idea. Maybe and, I'll just start doing that and leave myself voice memos. But, um, a lot of, a lot of just trying to use logic, dude. Like, okay, you've had a tough, you know, four-week training block. Coming out at the end of a week where you maybe not have slept that well or whatever the conditions were on Saturday. You know, maybe you didn't perform as well as you wanted to on the run, right? So I was just trying to logically talk myself through these things. And then this is one thing I'm trying to do is not be so hard on myself emotionally. I, it sounds, again, I feel like we're talking so above the uh, above the shoulders here, but realize that sometimes you're just going to be fucking upset about certain situations and not trick yourself. Again, this is going to be hard to unpack here, but not trick yourself into telling yourself you're wrong, right? Because in my eyes, and again, ask me questions on this, but in my eyes, if I emotionally feel some way about an event, and then I tell myself I'm wrong mentally, right? This is all a conversation going in my head. I feel like I'm lying to myself. You're, you feel like uh, when you say you're wrong, like wrong about what? Um, right. Let's just use the run because it's easy. I, right. I didn't perform as well as I wanted to on the run. Right. Logically, there's a lot of variables that go into that. Also, you can't have a great workout every single workout. Right. And I can't make every client not or every client I work Can with can't make lose. every person happy. Exactly, right? So if emotionally I feel that way, you know, I'm pissed off about the workout, I'm pissed off about losing money, and I don't allow myself to at least feel that for a bit, I feel like I'm going crazy in my head, you know? I'm almost lying to myself, telling myself, dude, logically, you shouldn't be pissed off, but emotionally speaking, you're fucking mad. So I got to be right. real with myself to be like, all right, dude, like, yeah, that training session pissed you off. Like, accept that for 10, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, the client, you know, losing a large case makes me very upset. I take a lot of credit and pride in the work and the things I do for the people I support. That makes me very, very upset. So if I tell myself the counter to that, that, yo, dude, you're crazy for getting pissed off. I feel like I'm going mentally insane. You know, the reality of the situation is, yes, I was pissed off about my workout. Yes, I was pissed off about the client. But, dude, get over it. Like, 
so I kind of have taken more of a role of accepting how I feel a little bit in that moment of being emotional than telling myself I'm wrong for feeling that way. And I mean, I think that goes back to the same thing of being sur- like surrendering a little bit. Yeah, I feel, I think that you're getting to a great point here because I, f- I feel like the initial reaction to a lot of these things is you shouldn't feel the way you feel. Yeah. Right? Like you're saying, you shouldn't be mad about this. You shouldn't be, shouldn't be so hard on yourself. Shouldn't get upset. But your, like your visceral primitive body and mind takes over. And if you try, you try to resist that. It's it takes over. It's it's gonna. You're just you're fucking yourself up even more, like you're saying. If you now, I'm not saying you should just let it go and and scream at people and like <laughs> throw death threats around or anything along those lines. Nah, there's some. But death yeah, threats. there's there you ha- like your uh, the emotions you're feeling are valid. And most and anyone would feel them in your situation. So, like you said, it's it's good to give yourself the space to feel that. So that way you can put it aside. Like give yourself the opportunity to be like, "Fuck this." Write about it. Journal. Write a letter. Burn it. Do whatever you need to do. However you handle that. Work go out. Work. Go. Yeah. Work out. Uh, that's why. That's funny. Why? That's why. Uh, I found out that you that's how i found out that this happened because i came home from work to, to grab some lunch and i was like what's going on and alex was like colton's downstairs working out and i was like what the fuck uh, it was probably loud. so well yeah it was a little there was a ruckus yeah for sure and i had to go ch- you know check out see what was going you gotta on check out the boy i was on the come up actually after yeah, well, that. that's good that's good but i i this is this is kind of what brought me to this. Mm, I don't even know what you would call it, but uh, like thinking epiphany? was epiphany. Yeah, sure. We'll call it an epiphany. But, you know, I feel like I am so good on the highs when things are going really well. You know, I'm telling myself, do great work on this. You know, there's always more to achieve, but, you know, things are going well. Money's coming in. Training's going well. And I don't feel like I've been as good on the lows. And I think that's a portion of why I'm not giving myself the space to be like, dude, yeah, that pissed you the fuck off. You can't be this positive person all the time. There is some primitive aspects to the way you feel. And again, I have started to allow myself that space negatively. This is going to sound crazy because I feel like it's so nuanced, but I allow allow myself that space negatively because I know a majority of the time I'm that positive person. I don't want to be this victim where I'm always in the negative. That's, again, that's something I've feared for like the last three years of my life. But with that being said, I'm so confident in the other aspect of my life, like when things are going really well, that I'll allow myself that negative, right? Because if you're just negative all the time about everything, you're going to become this victim. And odds are you're going to stay in that negative cycle that I was fortunate enough to avoid. I've been there for, you know, six months at a time. So I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I, if you, if you try to be positive all the time, you end up breaking eventually. And that's exactly what if you don't, if you don't allow yourself to at least feel the emotion of like, give and, yourself that space. And talk about running, you know, what, what was it? 2020, the first half of 2020 
fucking large relationship kind of fades for me. I don't accept it at all. And I'm trying to fake this fucking positive mentality. And what do you know? Two months after this shit happens, I fucking explode, you know? Like, yeah. And that was a large learning experience for me and didn't really realize it correlated to this until right now. Like, allow yourself to have some of those lows and know that you'll bounce back. Again, it's tough and nuanced because the fact of the matter is a lot of people can let themselves sit there. But I have found the confidence in myself to believe that I won't sit there. Yeah, how do you not let it fester though? So for most people, I could imagine this, if we just take your 2020 example, you have a massive event happen, a negative event happen in the beginning of the year. Uh, and if we're talking about specifically sales, this could be anything. This could be sales, this could be gaining weight. life podcast, my friend. Yeah, it could be anything. You gain 30, 20 pounds in the mm. first few months of the year or you – you know, you lose, you start off the year by losing like a $30 million client and your mm. quota is $100 million and you're sure negative enough. 30 from the beginning, <laughs> from the start. Yeah. So how do you give yourself the time and space to feel those emotions without getting caught up with the fact that how the fuck am I going to get out of this situation? Or like, what am I going to do to, you know, you know, pick myself up and climb these stairs. Yeah, I mean, that are now larger than they already were in the beginning. And I'll bounce back to 2020 because I I had this conversation with myself so many times, but I kept telling myself there's four quarters, man, to every game. Like, yeah, you might lose the first half, but but you can get back. Accept kind of what it is and what the circumstances are, because festering in it certainly ain't going to do anything for you it's so hard but because you could look at you could look at that and sorry to interrupt you but you could look at that and even if you have something positive happen like oh like you gain a five million dollar client you're mm. like okay so now i'm negative 25 million yeah yeah and it's like what did I, this didn't even fucking do anything <laughs> like what do i do uh, yeah man I, i've so it's tough to do the sales thing i, I guess Cause I'm just always hungry. I know it sounds crazy, but the sales thing's tough for me. But let's talk about just like when I was a negative spot, 2020. Yeah, I kept telling myself, bro, there's four quarters to every game. Tom Brady came back on the Falcons, down 24-14 in the fourth. Like you can do <laughs> Tom Brady, baby, bro. You can, yeah, anything. Yeah, you can you. do this shit. Like you know, you got a halftime. You got a break. Accept kind of what it is and where the chips may fall. Take responsibility for the things you can actually take responsibility for. And move forward to where you want your life to be. Um, yeah, falling in that negative trap was tough for me, personally speaking. And again, it all came from running from this thing. You know, so that's why in these micro moments of negativity I face now when I'm in a very, very at-large good spot in my life, giving them three days is way better than giving it six months. That's how I look at it. Yeah, I mean, I would... I can't can't argue with that logic. Can't argue with those facts. But your your comparison to just bring up Tom Brady just pops something in my mind. It's like when these things happen to you, you've got to imagine other people have had worse things probably mm. happen to them and come back in uh in a greater fashion. A better better fashion for sure, dude. Right? Like for sure. Some of the, the most amazing people out there have come from worse circumstances and overcome greater obstacles. 
to reach what their success was. So but regardless let's... of where your position is, you got to think, hey, you know, why not? Why not me? Why not you? Great point. Yeah. But I think this transitions into a, a topic we talked pretty heavily on this morning. Comparison. Right. Because that's tricky, bro. You know, if you're comparing – because is – like, do I compare myself at the highs then too? You know, it's tough. It's a skill to use those comparison or perspective shifters to elevate you and motivate you and make you better. But they can also certainly affect you negatively. Yeah, it's a double-edged sword. It depends on how you're using it and how you're looking at it, right? So you could totally go on Instagram and look at other people doing better than you and think, oh, well, like I'm in this position and these people are already doing this. What the – like, okay, my my life's shit. I'll never get there. Do people go that route that quickly? (laughs) I feel like people probably do. I I don't – I guess I, I, I can't speak to that because I don't necessarily go that route. But yeah, yeah. it's definitely something you gotta be you gotta be careful of because it can turn into a negative for sure. So let's unpack this because I really I really really did like the conversation we had earlier. Yeah. But I was saying to you essentially that twenty five in the grand scheme of life, very young. You know, even late twenties, thirties. Still very, very young. And I was telling I was telling you earlier, maybe I don't hate the comparison thing so much. Because everyone throws out the term like your only your only competition is you. And I get that, but also I don't have a lot of shit figured out. You know, I need to this might sound crazy. Maybe it is. I need to benchmark myself. Like I need to see I need to see how I'm doing relative to society in a weird way because I'm not sure I'm on the right direction, dude. Like I, I don't have this shit figured out. So I need some rel- some perspective in my life, right? I need the Ed Milets. I need the Andy Forsellas to be like, all right, dude, they're normal dudes. I can get there. What are other people doing my age? You know, like you don't use that at all. But for me, it, it kind of does help me, right? When I see, again, I use huge generalizations, but you know, when I see people drinking on the weekends, Or, you know, people hung over on Sundays watching football, eating pizza. Damn, dude, I'm hammering a five-hour training session. Like, we're built different. You know, I I get that edge from comparison purposes, bringing it back to the fact that, dude, I don't know if I necessarily have this shit figured out. And as scary as that is to say, I need some, some measure in a weird way. Yeah, I I feel like... You're making great points, but it's just bringing up that like I feel like that's great if it fuels you in the right direction. And it can, but I've seen it go but, negative. Yeah, because because for compare no, well like pot it it seems like it seems like it's almost like hotter fuel like this comparison thing mm. like it burns hot right yeah. so you got to be careful with it because it right. could just turn it could just fucking burn you really quickly. Mm. But also if you're using it to motivate yourself to to do things that are to motivate you in a certain direction, you also have to make sure that's the right direction you want to go in. Right. right. Cause at the end of the day, right. Yeah. You're comparing yourself to, you know, other 25 year olds at the same spot. And then you get 15 years down the line and you're where you thought you wanted to be. And next thing you know, you're like, what the fuck? Like, I didn't want to do like, this isn't, I'm not happy. Like, I'm not like, I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. Like, 
what the fuck. So let's can we go? Let's stop there for a second because I, bro, do you know what I mean? Huge fear of mine. I what? Yeah. What was the Instagram I told you about? I'll just unpack it if you don't remember. I. I don't know. I don't. It it was. My ex and a bunch oh, of my yeah, old yeah, friends. Yeah. Okay, okay. It was okay. my ex and a bunch yeah. of my old friends. I yeah. don't think there could be a better tangible example of this, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there after this long training session, this long week. I get hammered, right? And the one thing, like the two things I love most and spend all of my time doing. And I see this picture and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing, dude? Like, why am I doing this shit? You know? So that's where I can go negative for sure. I think that's literally perfectly correlated to exactly what you just said. When you said, why are, why am I doing this shit? Were you thinking like, oh, I should be doing that in the picture? Like that looks so much more – like that looks like way more fun than what I'm doing or I something You know else? what I said to myself? What? That looks a lot easier. Yeah. It is. That's what I said. I said, damn, that looks a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, it is. I, I... <laughs> and what did you think after that? You just, I came back to. You came back to. I like... came back to. All right. Let me compare these myself to these people, and you know, God forbid they listen to this podcast, but it is what it is. Like, generally speaking, I'm so happy, large scale, where I am with my job, with my fitness, with all the people I have in my life that. You know, when I really broke it down and went off that surface level picture, it didn't really, it didn't really matter to me anymore. But in the moment when I'm down after three days of whatever the shit I was telling, the story I was telling myself, I really did. I do. I kept telling myself why, like, why am I doing this? Yeah. You got to be careful in those moments because you're super vulnerable, right? Mm, Because you're basically stripped of all your, all your armor in those moments that's when you kind of figure out like what you're made of and you and, know and so- those certain things are will come in at that specific time and really test you but it's funny you say that because i i was thinking and we're very similar in age yeah and i was just thinking about like back to when i was your age and what i where i was and what i was going through and i would have totally felt the same thing if mm. i had had a rough week and you know i'd saw some some people or some group of people i was very close to you know, post something that seemed to Bro, be. Bro, they were my closest of, friends for a decade. Yeah, a lot you of know? a lot of fun, and yeah, and maybe you're not as close with them now, but you don't you don't forget like about yeah. those moments, and you have those memories. But going going back to it and like thinking about where I am now is, I don't. When you first brought this up, I was like thinking to myself, I was like, huh, I don't, I can't remember the last time I went on in a, a, a social media app and I was like, damn, like, I wish I was doing that or I wish I was uh, doing, doing something different. And I just think that comes with time and confidence and figuring out what you want, like what you want to do and who you want to be. Because as you start to develop that and as you start to become more dialed in to where you want to go and who you want to be that kind of stuff just doesn't even phase you that's good that i know that that horizon's there yeah and i would say a majority of people our age probably fall into the gut reaction that i just had 
you know, when I looked at my social. I would say people in general probably do. Right. If, if anyone in a similar situation, like any of the people you probably, like, that you idolize, like, any of the people that I look up to were in similar situations, I'm sure they would think the same fucking thing. It's tough for me to imagine Jaco feeling like that, to be honest with you. I'm sure this is what – I'm sure they feel the same thing, gut visceral reaction, mm. but they handle it. They know how to handle it. They felt it before. They felt – yeah, like these things – we're so young that we're still – I mean, you're still trying to figure out who you are as a person and how you, how you hand like who you are in – emotional times right mm. because that's when you figure out how you really react in certain situations because there's there's it's just instinctual mm. right so mm-hmm. like as you start to learn you, know, you have certain sensitivities or biases to certain things like you and you know that they're not logical you start to understand like oh i'm having this reaction because of x mm. but i think you really had some had a great point this morning about what did I say? The, Victoria Justice? Yeah. Okay, about her. That you should just absolutely slide in. Slide in their slide DMs in with Victoria an eggplant. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. Dude, we got to lighten the mood a little bit. Well, we got to make put people you on laugh. the FBI watch list for sure. <laughs> nah, come on. Yeah, no doubt. Come on. You're going to be a celebrity stalker now. Verified. Oh, Jesus. At least you'd show up in like some tabloids or something. You get a little publicity there. Uh, I don't need any of that, bro. I don't need any publicity. But what were you saying? Sorry. What was my point? I don't remember. Just that you... I feel like you both came to this conclusion that you're very dialed in in certain areas of your life and you're still working on a couple pieces, which is normal. Mm. Yes. And this is what I would, as I've you know thought about our conversation a little bit... <sighs> The reason I'm focused on set areas, fitness, work, personal life, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making myself laugh. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. But uh, I think the reason I, I focus so heavily, bro, is because I believe that's the foundation to the third in a weird way. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm going to go with. I feel like in order to make my personal relationships as successful as I want them to be for my life down the line, the other areas that are foundational to me. What other two areas are you? Like fitness, this podcast, my job. Those are foundational to me building good relationships because right. if I'm not happy there – then I'm certainly not going to be the best person I can be in those personal relationships. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it makes it makes sense. I would push back you on you there. I okay, would go say, ahead. I what would say you say? I wouldn't say you're. I would say the opposite's true too. If you're not happy, not to say you're unhappy in your personal relationships, mm. but if that isn't maximized as well, I don't think you're uh, the podcast, the your job. Mm. Like, other areas of your life can be maximized as well. A hundred percent. And I think I'm starting to feel that now after six months into probably the most dialed I've been in my life in these two areas where I'm thinking about, right, a trip to Scottsdale, where I'm booking a trip there, you know, where I'm doing these things like trip to the beach in September or October, whenever that is. 
I'm starting to get there mentally, but I am really fueling those fires right now. And I said this to you when I got out of the car, that would be an issue to me if it wasn't a conscious decision. Yeah. Why are you making that conscious decision? To Because I'm in such a... I don't maybe building stage is the wrong word here. What's that word where you're starting to get your not feet wet? That sounds really weird. <laughs> My feet are so trying to get your feet wet. My feet are so trying to get your beak wet. Trying to get your beak wet. <laughs> um, I feel like getting out of college, transformational. Boom, that's the word I was looking for. Turn into a butterfly. <laughs> Sure. sure 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 bro uh, <laughs> maybe not but to each his own there um transformational sorry that was the word when you get out of college i think a lot of the world we were in for the first 18 20 22 years it was very laid out man and i think there was so much figuring out i needed to do in those big pieces of my life that that is what I'm focused on. And that's why I'm making it a conscious decision now. Because if we go back, if we go back, I want to be proud of that person I am in 10 years. You know? Yeah. And I think a lot of that is foundationally built now. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. And it's funny to see you like develop through these, go through these stages. But you're a very black and white type of person. I am. Meaning like you... Like you said this on the podcast multiple times, like I'm only focusing on, you know, the, the Iron Man work and this podcast or, I mean, yeah. I, it was really Iron Man work and then we'll do the podcast. We'll do the podcast. <laughs> if I'm not mentally yeah. insane by seven. Yeah, exactly. Seven yeah. But I think you're starting to learn and what I feel like I've learned is you have to, to a certain extent, build these pieces in your life where you you achieve a little bit more balance in certain ways like you have to schedule it for yourself like you have to be else. cognizant of like when you, you get to, to that point yeah ex- exactly and you that have, i have never had that in my life because what i was slightly concerned about mm. uh for you is like when this iron man ends and you're done with this this challenge and you don't have you're not working towards anything like that yeah and i think i feel like that's a a place you've been before and it's tricky but it's good to hear that you're starting to like plan out little pieces uh you know little trips and things along those lines to start to maybe branch out in a different way like, well, I think myself something else. I think it's a great point. I've never had this self awareness in terms of feeling like I'm pushing myself to the absolute limit of a skill set, right? Like this is going to I think the ability to push yourself is built over time, right? So if we can agree that that's the case, this 6 months of training has been harder than any any th- two month, three month diet for spring break than I've ever done physically, right? Oh, yeah. So I I've had to build that and I have found at my age, given what I've done, that, you know, six months of intense training, one, two, like hours a day is really, you know, my threshold right now. So we talked about doing three Ironmans, four Ironmans, seven, 
not happening. I'm doing this Ironman. And then I'm getting back into CrossFit. I'm going on trips. Like, yeah, man. My, my mental capacity is is very – I feel like I'm at a good spot with, like, when I accomplish this goal, it's going to mean the world to me. And I'm probably going to cry, and it's going to be amazing. But I need to switch off of that. I've never had that clarity before when I've pushed myself this hard. Well, it's funny because people always say you shouldn't look past the goal. You shouldn't look past the next game or whatever. But, like, to a certain extent, you got to plan past that. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you're just going to be fucked for the next game. It's like an athlete that retires and doesn't know what they're going to do next. Exactly. They're lost. They just become like they attach their identity to this whole thing and then they stop doing it and now they're not that person anymore and they mm-hmm. have an identity crisis. It's It sucks because like most of these athletes have massive amounts of money and they end up not being happy after they retire, which uh, is mind-blowing. But you also see the other end. Uh, you see the other side of that where people – already start pursuing these things while they're still an athlete yeah so it's the same thing with any goal you're achieving like set the goal make sure you have something to move on to next uh so you don't get stuck in this weird limbo stage which is so easy to get stuck into yeah and that's i didn't even think about that your your superpower is to focus on certain things and be dialed like be dialed the fuck into Mm. very like two or three things at once and if you let that if you don't have those spaces filled and you let something negative fill it, then you're going to be dialed into that just as, just as hardcore. Great point. Great point. I mean, I'm reflecting on my life in 2020 and that definitely happened. Definitely happened, bro. So yeah, you have any ideas on a title here? We just went through I don't know. the spectrum. I feel like we hit on a, a decent amount of good topics. Uh, dude. And that's the thing. I feel like, as we have started to push ourselves and not that, I mean, candidly, the podcast is less a percentage of our energy expenditure during the week. If we're being real, I feel, and again, views, listens don't really speak to this, but I feel like the information we're giving, it's so much more general. I like having topics for sure, but I don't know. I don't think we would have gotten any of the really good information we just discussed or, you know, unpacked here. If we had an agenda going into it, to be honest with you, that's how I feel about it. I think agendas for guests, but like when you and I talk, it's way more fun. Personally speaking, for me too. No, oh, yeah, Golf I mean, even hit. when we have an agenda, it's still like very like, loose, loose. Like mm. we might hit on one thing, <laughs> maybe. But that dude, maybe. that's that's how our conversations are, man. Like, but yeah, I, life is think... exciting and super dynamic for both of us right now. So I'm. We have plenty of things to talk about. Just moving, man. Just moving. Happen on a daily basis, whether they're positive or, or negative. Have sometimes. you come across any negative moments? I feel like you haven't had your. Uh... No, not recently. I've been in a really great place recently. That's good. Uh, you you haven't had what did we call that? That March Madness. You don't. You didn't seem to have it this year, bro. No, I think I caught it a little earlier. <laughs> when was that? I don't even remember. Um, One of the exams. Yeah, probably one of the exams. Like the or, fourth exam, like two exams, or yeah, yeah, four, two chapters. It was yeah. it was main when that, uh, that income taxation chapter really yeah f me up in the middle of the winter. And if you look at that, probably the hardest you were pushing in every area of your life. Maybe not the Ironman, but close. We were pretty much peak training. Yeah, I guess the Ironman getting canceled was also another mm. death and struggle. 
more so the fact that I, the, the, uh, n- more so uh, my miscommunication with you post cancellation was probably that sent piece. you into a cycle. Not not a horrible cycle, but mm. that was probably like the most recent dip. Uh, the I dip. saw it negatively. And that was maybe three days max. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I've had a lot of positive things going on. I feel uh, like there's negative things that pop up every once in a while. Like I don't do as well in a client conversation that I want. Like maybe I send an email and there's a mistake. Like shit, shit happens. Like typical, classic little little things that pop up here and there. But that's, I mean, that's life. Like I, so you expect that. And this is what I'm coming back to. I don't know how this title just came to me, but managing the micro so it doesn't affect the macro, bro. That's what I'm thinking about. I feel like we've had that title before. Have we? I feel like we have. We got to yeah. go look back into that. Nah. But I feel like nope. That's a it. Title. Sounds familiar, but uh, that's yeah. Mm. It couldn't be couldn't be more true. I. It's great, great title. Thank you, dude. Great title, dude. That's Crush. where we're gonna end it. Do you have anything else? Maybe throw us a, uh, a subscribe. A like, a review, talk to a friend. If we said anything coherent, <laughs> yeah, if you said, we, we said anything coherent that you pulled away. If we lined up a sentence, please just let us know. Yeah, now on, on the real, we do sincerely appreciate you guys listening. I again, the people that listen, honestly, it sounds crazy, but give me some accountability factor, right? At large, I love our conversations, regardless of who listens, but. I do feel some inclination to produce this because, you know, we share it with whoever listens like that accountability factor that's sitting on my shoulder in a weird way. Yeah. hundred percent. So shout out you guys. Thanks for listening. Peace.